Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at podcast.com. That's right, John. This week we are talking about the new slate of DC movies that has been released. DC, we've rebooted the entire, th- or we're going to reboot the entire thing. Well, kind of. We'll talk about that. Yeah, halfway, halfway. <laughs> um, we're also going to talk about some uh, some wild Microsoft 360 news um, about. Uh, <laughs> yeah, dude, it's the most. It's the most I've thought about the Xbox 360 in years. Yeah, uh, same. Um, it's uh, it's it's been a wild ride. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we'll, uh, you know, and, and and honestly, like this this. We'll just tease it, you know. This store potentially shutting down concerns me more than like uh, 3DS or Vita or anything else like that. I mean, yeah, there, personally, yeah. There's like there's there's lots of sides to, and just depends on like what what you're more invested in, I guess. Like the yeah. 3DS one is like always like that one weighs on me, man. It weighs on me, um, just because specifically it, with that store shutting down. The, there are certain games that are just going to be trapped there that were that weren't ever put on PC because it's because it's such a proprietary piece of hardware, and things were designed for that proprietary piece of hardware. Um, yeah. With like either the the stereoscopic 3D that you have to have a an actual 3D device like 3DS device to to see. Or based around the stylus, which are hard for other like formats to to emulate i guess pc is the best but it's still like even that emulation is still kind of janky sometimes so anyway that's why that one concerns me more than or concerned me and i guess still does concern me more than the uh than the 360 but there are totally, specific totally. games there are specific games in here where i'm like ooh, if you if people haven't grabbed these they better grab these because uh they're gonna go away so we're gonna talk about that but first john what have you been up to this week Oh, so I've been playing more Fire Emblem. Um, I've been—that's—I mean—that's that's basically the only thing like that I've been really doing. Because like the uh, everything else, I've just been kind of like putting aside. And Fire Emblem uh, Engage is where I'm at. You know, like that's just like I, mean, I I do like a map every day, like every every evening. I just winds down, and I'm like, ah, let me just play one one uh one scenario and then push the forward story forward a little bit level up some characters and then go to bed so like i've just been doing that so uh that's that's it's a really fun game um i i really enjoy uh all the fire emblem games so if that's if that's your jam if the fire emblem games are your jam or even like uh if you really enjoyed what was the Mario and Rabbids? Mario, Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle or the new one Sparks of Hope. If you like those types of games, uh, then Fire Emblem Engage is a jam and you should play it. So, um, But that's basically it. Uh, I've watched more Bad Batch. Ah, Chris, I wanted to say, one of the most recent Bad Batch episodes, it pulled forward some of the things that they had in the, the lore and story of the, uh, the Jedi Fallen Order video game. Oh, interesting. There was. Uh, do you remember in the Jedi Fallen Order uh, video game that they, they were um, Cal Kestis was was diving into ruins from a a uh, uh, some aliens that were pre Jedi. They were called the Zepho. Okay. Yeah, I remember that. 
and uh, and there was some old Jedi master that had left the audio recordings of like he was tracking down the history and in fact inside of the tomb I guess spoilers for the middle part of Jedi Fallen Order but you you dive into the tomb of uh, of one of the Zepho the last Zepho king yep I remember and that. all of the like everyone all the the, puzzles the, in you it. find out once yeah you get in there and everybody was turned to like stone or ash or whatever like these these statues in the throne room are of are uh, are actual like creatures and beings that were there and the the person like got so just dark side like got enamored in the dark side and then turned everyone to stone and that was the tomb um and like you find the list of four sensitive children hidden by this previous Jedi master in the hand of the, uh, of, of that Zepho, uh, the last Zepho King in that tomb. So the bad batch folks, uh, end up on a planet and end up in what appears to be not confirmed yet, but it looks exactly the same, like the technology, the, uh, the, like robot structure. Like there's a robot that you had to fight uh, a Zepho robot that you had to fight in order to get into some of these places. And it looks like very much the same. Um, they encounter a gigantic, like world destroying robot um, that looks like Zepho uh, technology and looks like exactly like the Zepho uh, stuff did. So anyway, just want to throw that out there for everybody that the uh, there's there's things happening. There's video games getting connected in with all these other uh, other things. So I'm, I, it was it was a very cool episode. Nice, that's awesome. I'm gonna have to check that out. I I didn't finish season one. I like I fell off of Bad Batch pretty hardcore, and I don't really know. Or remember why I think I just got distracted by something it might have been the week-to-week thing because like because they're only like 20 minutes long oh, it's yeah, easy to let yeah, them like it. pile up you know yeah and then oh, well, if you I, let them I've pile told, up too told, long you just forget <laughs> I've told you before how I don't deal well with that week-to-week stuff anymore it was a really good season and uh and yeah, I, yeah I, I could totally see somebody like like falling off because of the whole uh week-to-week situation if that's not your jam so yeah sorry I just made a giant noise while I was drinking some tea <laughs> Okay, I'm leaving it in, Chris. Okay, all right. Um, I don't know if you heard it or not, but it was interesting. Question: I'm I'm also drinking tea. What kind of tea are oh. you drinking, Chris? This is a tea cast. Yes. So yeah, the, welcome to the tea cast. My tea. This is literally my favorite drink at Starbucks. Oh. Um. I've I've drank it for years. I remember when I first. Uh, I can remember when I first drank it, and I was like, I can remember who made it for me. And, uh, yeah, anyway, it's, it's a uh, black iced tea lemonade with raspberry. Ooh. That's, and That's a lot going on in that drink. I know. I always get a Trenta, which is the largest size that you can get. Humongous. That's like the size uh, of, like, it's like, oh, here, have a drink the size of your quad. You know, you carry, yeah, I'm trying you to see carry if it a shows, drink out the it, size of a thigh. If it tells how many ounces it is, I don't think it does. I can't really tell. But um, it's the biggest uh, cup that they make. Um, they only give they, they don't do hot drinks in this size. They only yeah. do cold drinks in this size. Um, I re- I remember whenever it originally was like announced about how much it, it, there was. I saw the headline of Starbucks unveils a drink size larger than the human stomach. Oh gosh, <laughs> I don't know that it's that big. I've seen I've seen like big gulps bigger than this. But um, yeah. uh, this uh, the 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 trick. If you like order on like the app, or if they ask you, sometimes they'll ask you. If if they know what they're doing, they won't ask you. But if they ask you, 
Um, do you want us to also keep the classic? They call it classic in there, which is just is is the sugar syrup. So like what I what you should do, and what is better is if you have them replace the classic with the raspberry syrup, mm. so that it's not just like overly sugar yeah. sweet. Yeah, it's little, if it's they little leave tart, that in there, like, yeah, it's uh, otherwise because the because the raspberry syrup also has sugar in it. Now it doesn't have as much sugar as normal, so it's a little more tart whenever you add that. But I like tart things. Yeah, if you wanted to, you could say uh, leave in half or something like that, and it kind of tastes like a, a normal like raspberry tea that you'd get at like you know Olive Garden or flavored tea that you get somewhere you know like which Fridays, are usually you know, way too sweet like for me in the first really, place. Yeah, so, really sweet. You know. So if you do it. Black iced tea, lemonade with raspberry, and uh, uh, replace the classic with the raspberry. What nice. are you drinking, John? I am drinking a classic. Uh, it's it's from from the the brand Celestial Seasons, and I brew oh, yeah, it I, here. I have a lot of those. It's it's good. It, it's it's peppermint. I I love the mm. peppermint. Um, I also love their honey lemon ginseng tea. That's really good too. Oh, uh, I don't like think a, I've tried like that a, one. It's like a white tea. Um, honey lemon ginseng. Like a, it's like a green tea, but they call it like oh with what does white it taste tea. Like? So, it it's uh it's really good. Uh it is so I started drinking that a long time ago. Whenever I was like I was like, oh man, yeah, I, I would I want something that doesn't have caffeine but still has like a good like hey, wake you up kind of a a, a flavor to it. Um and so like that has like a, a very honey and lemon type of a of a tea taste to it. Like that's the over overarching, like just overall flavor is like lemon, but with with honey. And so I also add honey to it, um, like as just it sweeten it to to taste. So um it's a it's a jam. The honey lemon ginseng is a great one. But this late at night, I'm usually drinking the uh the peppermint tea at this point. So nice wow. hot, hot teas. I do both of those hot, so Nice, nice, nice. Um, yeah, so um, uh, that's the end of the tea cast. <laughs> tea cast over. What have you been up to this week, Chris? <laughs> oh, oh, um, man. Okay, so I, uh, I think the biggest thing I finished um, the second season of The White Lotus. Um, it's on. Uh, it's a show on HBO Max. It was. Um, created and written by Mike White. If you remember Mike White, you would know him, um, or if you don't remember or know who he is, uh, you would recognize him from School of Rock. He's the writer of School of Rock. He's also the real Ned Schneebly in the the movie. And um, he wrote uh, School of Rock, I believe. I think, did he direct School of Rock as well? Mm, Good question. I don't know. Um, but he, uh, he, he created a show that's on HBO right now called the white Lotus. It like both seasons, they take place at a hotel chain, not the same location. Um, and, uh, the, it, like wild things happen. The first one kind of focused on, um, on like money and how different people view it and react to it. Um, uh, and then the second one, um, was a little more like, more diverse in terms of like what it was dealing with uh, topically, um, but uh, yeah, um, it's a it, it was it's an interesting show. It's fun. How, There's murder. Uh, how intrigue. much rock and roll is there? Like zero rock and roll. Oh so, man! I mean, aside from just like all, if you, if you're like oh man, rock and roll, you know the yeah, or like the, if you're yeah, if you're looking for school of rock type stuff, not it. Um, <sighs> you'll be very disappointed. Let me see here. 
Yeah, he, no, he did not direct School of Rock, but he did write it and star in it as Ned Sneebly. Cool. Or Sneebly. Sneebly. <laughs> Sneebly. That's what I went up to. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what Jack Black calls it at one point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, man, I need, to, I need to rewatch that movie. It's been a long time since I've watched that oh, movie. Oh, it's so good. It's literally one of my favorites of all time. Dude, Jack Black, ah, such a such a such an amazing actor, and also like since he's been doing more like voice acting stuff, like such an amazing voice actor as well. Yeah, he's insane. I'm very excited for uh, for for seeing his take on Bowser in the Mario movie. Yep. Yeah, uh, well, you know, we've we've talked about how uh, weird that is that that cast all the casting is. So I think he's probably going to be good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, if anything, like from that trailer, whatever he, he comes out and they say, "Do you yield?" He says, "I do not." You know, it's like, oh, of course, this is totally this is this is Jack Black and Bowser. You know. <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah, that casting. Uh, I, I, we'll see how that movie. I'm 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 cautiously optimistic. Mario's voice still sounds so weird to me. Anyway. Well, that's awesome, Chris. So, how is the the second season of of you said is it White Lotus, Black Lotus? Oh, it's good. White Lotus, no, White the White Lotus, Lotus. Blue yeah, Lotus. No, it's no, uh, the White Lotus. It's good. It's a it's a it's a it's a fun show. Um, very interesting. Um, I think like the second season's probably like a little better than the the first. Although I like the first a lot. Uh, Are the they second connected? One just has, has like, more or can characters. you just dive into the second season? Can you can you dive you, into that you, second season? You could dive into the second season. I would not recommend it. Okay. Okay. Makes sense. And is that an original on HBO Max? Like, what's the what are the chances is, they decide is, tomorrow to take it off of HBO? It Max? is an original, so you never know when they'll take it off because <laughs> they're you know wild over there. <laughs> Watch um, it while you can. Yeah, I mean, because they took off uh, things like Westworld. It's not on there anymore. Yeah. Even though it was an, an HBO original. Yeah. So. Um, I had yeah. started watching that show. <laughs> you what? I started watching that show right before they announced that they were taking it off. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was like, sweet. That's one episode. I guess I'm just, I'm not going to watch the rest for now. Yep. <laughs> we'll see where it lands. Yep. Oh, yep. anyway. Um, yeah. Well, Chris, are, is, is it is it time? Yep. For the news! The news! All right, so the news, John. Um, so earlier this week, it was kind of announced that, not kind of, it was announced that there was, uh, there's a, a small selection of games and DLC that were going to be delisted from the Xbox 360 store. Um, right. and 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 then... Kind of out of nowhere uh, today, it seemed like there was a uh, a page on Microsoft that said that the entire store was going to go away and shut yeah. down in May. But then they came back and said, no, that's not happening. Like, uh, what's going on, John? So, first of all, the important information to start off with is that there are some games that are, in fact, leaving the store uh, never to return. And uh, some of them... These, this is the 360 store. This is the Xbox 360. They call it the, the Xbox Marketplace. So there's the Xbox Marketplace, but then there's also the Xbox Store, which is like the current generation stuff. Um, 
And so as if anybody remembers, they started bringing backwards compatible, some backwards compatible titles from the Xbox 360 forward into the uh, into the current, like, I guess it was Xbox One. And then that's also compatible with Xbox Series uh, S and X. So current gen. Um, but those titles, the actual like place where you bought them was still through the 360 store, the Xbox 360 store. And so while there are some titles that are backwards compatible that are now on the current store that they use um, for the Xbox Series X and the Xbox Series S and the Xbox One, um, there are certain games that are still only on the Xbox 360 Marketplace store. Um, and so the and, and are don't exist on the current generation stores, which I always thought like was super confusing. If anybody remembers like uh, like months ago, um, I went about buying uh, jet set radio on my Xbox. And it was so complicated. It took me like two hours to figure out how to buy this thing. Because whenever I would search for it, it was like you can see, hey, yeah, there's a page for it on the current store that they use. But there's no buy button. It said something like, hey, must, you know, must be purchased in a bundle or like, you know, not available uh, right now. And, uh, and so I like found the Xbox 360 store, tried to purchase it off of that on my mobile phone. Doesn't work on my mobile phone on my iPhone. And so I like, I was like, okay, it would get basically all get me all the way up to the point where I'm in. I entered, you know, all my credit information, credit card information, all of my uh, login information, and then hit the buy button and then just the spinning wheel. And it just never would purchase, never would actually like go through. So then finally I went to my, uh, my desktop and pulled it up on my, like, my browser there and I was like okay well uh, let me try one more time to buy it through this maybe it's something to do with mobile and the Xbox 360 marketplace store and it worked I was able to buy it but it took like 10 or 15 minutes to actually go through just watching this wheel spin um anyway so like that was a super complicated process for that game that game is now getting removed from the Xbox 360 store and if I remember right like that game was only available digitally on the xbox 360 store oh yeah i think you're right so like there's no disc that you could put into your current generation uh console and be able to get that back so anybody who's already purchased their games will still be able to download them and play them into the future both on their xbox 360 and if they're backwards compatible you'll be able to download them and play them on your current consoles as well um but if it's not uh backwards compatible like you know you won't be able to do it on your current stuff and also like if it's not available with a disc as a physical disc unless you buy it before it's delisted from the store you're just out of luck you know so like this like a a, a jet set mm. radio that's only available digitally if you don't buy that before they delist it on february 7th um then it's going to be you're not going to be able to get it on your your current generation xbox that kind of stuff just doesn't make sense to me. But let me go through the list of titles that that is true for that are actually getting right. removed on February 7th. So we have yes. a huge list of titles. Um, 
and you know so and i have two, i have two separate lists basically one of them is hey these are available like you're going to be getting removed from the 360 store and then i have the ones that are kind of critical like if you want to get them they're not available other places so here's the whole, whole entire list there's aegis wing assassin's creed brotherhood assassin's creed 3 assassin's creed 4 assassin's creed liberation hd uh blood of the werewolf blue dragon breakdown call of duty advanced warfare call of duty ghosts Castle Crashers, Cloning Clyde, uh, Counter-Strike Go, Dark Souls, Darksiders 2, Daytona USA, Defense Grid, uh, Eats Chowdown, uh, Far Cry 2, Final Fight Double Impact, I guess is how you would say that. It's D-B-L Impact, all one word. <laughs> uh, Iron Brigade, Jeremy McGrath's Off-Road, Jet Set Radio, Left 4 Dead 1, Left 4 Dead 2, Limbo, Lost Odyssey, Mass Effect 2, Monopoly Deal, Mutant Blobs Attack, In Plus, Outpost Colloquy X, Peggle 2, Phantom Breaker, Battlegrounds, Prince of Persia, Ruse, Sega Vintage Collection, Alex Kidd and Company, Skate 2, South Park, The Stick of Truth, Spelunky, Splinter Cell Conviction, Star Wars Battlefront, Star Wars KOTOR 2, The Orange Box, uh, The Raven Episode 1, and The Witcher 2. So those are the ones that are all being like taken off. Um, the ones that is kind of critical to, to pay attention to are is this list. So this is a list of games that will be removed from the 360 Marketplace and aren't available digitally um to purchase uh, as backwards compatible games so like these are backwards compatible games but you cannot buy them on the current generation store so once they're gone they're gone uh so it would be the blood of the werewolf counter-strike go daytona usa defense grid final fight iron brigade jeremy mcgrath's off-road jet set radio left 4 dead one left 4 dead two mutant blobs attack prince of persia ruse Sega Vintage Collection, Skate 2, Spelunky, and The Orange Box. I want to highlight the Jet Set Radio, both Left 4 Deads, and The Orange Box. Like, those are our big games. Yeah, like, um, I'm trying to think. Uh, so we're saying none of those. Yeah. Even Jet Set I thought there was a, I really thought that there was a, um, a next generation version of Jet Set Radio. No, like the only version that I I like you can get the uh <sighs> there was a version for your Vita, which I also have. Um but that version of Jet Set is the only one that exists of that game. Um there's Jet Set Radio Future for the original Xbox, which has not been brought forward yet, but they released for the 360 on the arcade like so on the uh what was it? The 360, yeah, the Xbox 360 arcade. Um, they released like a a port of the Dreamcast game, uh, Jet Set Radio. So, with some improvements and stuff. Um, and so like that one going away, like that's that would be a bummer. Like I'm glad I have that one. I'm glad I I found out that it's available there and and got it. But man, it's like that's a bummer. Like that that's gonna go away and not be purchasable anywhere um mm -hmm. really because like the vita store is going to go away at some point soon you know the playstation has like been really cagey about like oh no we'll it'll still go on um but these are games that you can play on your current gen console but are not available to purchase on your current gen console yeah weird man um the orange box is a weird one too because portal which you know whenever people talk about 
great first-person puzzle games, Portal and Portal 2 are right there at the top of that list. Um, probably Portal 2 at the top and then Portal right below that, just for the story and stuff too. And that's included in the orange box. The orange box includes Half-Life 2 and Portal and I think think something else uh maybe team fortress 2 i can't remember exactly what the third there's a third game in there um and so the orange box is going to go away uh so if you haven't purchased that and we're wanting to play portal on a xbox platform um that's the way to get that too because you can always play that on your pc but uh you know is that the only so i think portal 2 is available and portal's still alive but i don't think the first portal's anywhere right it's wild, man. I mean, if you have that on disc, like you can get the orange box, I think on disc. Uh, so you might be able to get that, um, you know, physically somewhere, but, um, it might be exorbitantly expensive. Like as, as we've seen, like with a lot of physical media, uh, in the last couple of years, it has like skyrocket, you know, things, things skyrocket in price based on the whims of like people who are, you know, collecting them. So it's wild. Yeah. So if you want any of those games, Go through the 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 fifteen minute process of waiting for those pages to load. Um, the other thing is, so moving into like more of the like, hey, this is stuff that you maybe is not like an immediate thing. Um, there was like on the support website for the Xbox Marketplace, there was a a page that said, um, the Marketplace update. Like, there's a, an article basically posted there. It's the Xbox 360 Marketplace update. It says, quote, we will be closing the Xbox 360 Marketplace over the next year. So we encourage you to purchase any 360 games or DLC by May 2023. Um, since that, that was like found and people like news articles were written about it being like, oh man, it looks like Xbox is closing the, the, the entire thing in May. Um, Xbox has come out and said that the quote, the message was posted in error and we can confirm that the Xbox 360 marketplace will not close in May, 2023. As a reminder, beginning on February 7th, 2023, a limited set of games, add-ons and in-game content will no longer be purchasable in select markets via the 360 store. So basically they say, okay, the whole store is not closing in May, but still we're taking things off in on February 7th. And, uh, and so, you know, I, I don't really know what to think about that like sequence of events where it's like, okay, well, are they actually closing the thing in the next year? And we just like, it's going to be a slow move. Maybe it's 2024 is going to be the final, final throws of the uh, Xbox marketplace for 360. I don't know, man. I mean, so, okay. My thing with this is like, obviously someone created that message and unless it was like a joke or something that they like scheduled <laughs> to go up then then backed off of it's definitely yeah. real it's just a matter of yeah. when they were planning on shutting it down i'm st- like shutting yeah. down these stores still baffles me um especially when there's great games there and um and it's you know always like super interesting to me like i mean even though because like the games are still going to be re- available for download which means yeah. they're still paying for storage space it's, it's literally just the payment processing and i can't can't really believe that maintenance of the stores really take that much but that being said um obviously they are thinking about it like i think they could take a couple of approaches one if they just like start delisting 
games like this and just mm. continuously delisting them, eventually you end up with no store. Mm-hmm. So there's that approach. Um, I kind of like, I don't know. I, I like, I like that maybe if they spread it out, but I also like, okay, you know, cause otherwise it's this big in, you know, a, a year on this date, this whole store is going away. Then there's just sure. like all this, this pressure to like get in all these, you know, game. I don't know. I don't know. Just I don't know what there, I prefer. There's an element of like, Oh no, what? Yeah. Like I won't, I don't even know what I will miss out on if you close the whole thing all Correct. at once whereas if you like tier do it where it's like okay here's a list of games we're taking off here's another list of games we're taking off um and kind of work your way through the majority of the catalog that way before then you close it you will have these chances where it's like okay well i'm definitely like i i was looking at my catalog i need to check my physical discs to see if i have the physical disc of left for dead one but i don't know if i have left for dead one and so i'm able to like look at this list and say okay I'm going to buy probably left for dead one. And that's out of this list. That's the one that I, uh, I want that I don't already have. And so, you know, it's, uh, that feels a little bit better than like the 3ds thing where it's like, we're just going to close the whole store sometime in March next year. Good luck. You know? And it's like, I have a whole entire store to look through and I'm going to have to like rely on other people's articles of like, Hey, here's the, the four games that you should pick up for your 3ds before the store like closes rather than like actually looking down a list and saying, okay, those are the games that I've always wanted to play. I'm going to get just those. So it's uh, it, it I, I agree. It does feel better to do it in a tiered kind of way. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. I, I think that this store, like by probably May, 2024, we're probably looking at that store, not being existent for 360 anymore. Um, it just seems weird to, to, especially the titles that are backwards compatible, like that you can play on your current gen consoles. It feels weird to, to take those down. Um, because you can buy them on that store and play them on the, the current consoles. So I don't know. That that feels like a particularly odd move uh, right off the bat. Yeah. Well, if you want to need, need any of those games, like I don't have. Um, I'm looking at at this this. Uh, so I have some of these on physical disc, and I'm like, okay, do I want a digital copy? Like left. I'm looking. At, I don't have the, a digital copy of uh, the first Left for Dead either. Yeah. I don't have the digital copy or any copy of the Orange Box. Um, even Prince of Persia, I liked that game a lot. Mm. I don't have the digital copy of that game. I also never download the DLC. Yeah, um, yeah, that's the other thing. All of the DLC that. for these games is gonna is gonna poof go away. So like, if there's additional like content for the Left for Dead games, you might want to go ahead and get that now. Like, which I, I think yeah, I have all yeah, of there's that. Anyway, sacrifice. But... Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of extra stuff. Actually, you're right. There's like a Man, whole other, like John. on Left 4 Dead 2 specifically, I feel like the DLC for that game, there was almost a whole other game there. Yeah, what makes me want to look look that up real quick, like the DLC for, um, let me look uh, and see what I, what I need. There was, there is, there's a whole new campaign level for mm-hmm. um, the first one for Left 4 Dead 1 called The Sacrifice. And then left for dead two. So I have the digital game. Looks like oh yeah, cold stream is an add-on. That's yeah. a whole. Oh, and the sacrifice. There's a sacrifice. The sacrifice for left for dead two as well. That's a little insane. 
I wonder if that whole thing, yeah, if that was basically they redid that whole DLC for Left 4 Dead 2. That's interesting. Although it looks like I old, own Cold Stream. Yeah. I think we so both owned good. everything with with, uh, with Left 4 Dead, Dead 2. Because I remember going like playing through and all of that yeah. stuff with you. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's uh it's Left 4 Dead One. I need to like really mess around with. Yeah, I've got to confirm. Yeah, I've got to well, confirm that I have my money. physical copy. <laughs> so, I know and that's the that's the part of it that's like such a bummer. Where I'm like, oh man, like it's this happening and the 3DS store, which I guess it makes sense because they're like roughly the same age at this point. But uh, but it's just kind of like, man, why did like why why does this stuff have to go away? It feels like anti. Um, game preservation like you know the history of video games like there's gonna be certain games that just go away and just forever just gone you know yeah yeah <laughs> why i know i know it's weird that's the news all right john um so i'm gonna go through the uh the list of um uh, movies coming out uh from DC. Um, I'm going to use an article here uh, written by IGN staff from IGN. Uh, new DC movies and TV shows, 2023 release dates and beyond. So, um, there is a list here I'm going to go over, then we'll go like more in-depth on each one. But I'm going to I'm gonna go through things that uh, were... I'm looking at... Oh, wait. Is this the same list I was looking at? Oh, there was a list where it was explaining. I thought it was this article, but I think they corrected it. It like they they were showing the ones the things that were canceled. But we're only going to focus on uh, the 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 new things. So, so um, cancel things mm-hmm. like just assume all of your stuff is canceled. This is we're yep. only going to focus on the 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 uh, the new stuff. Yep. If I don't mention it, it's canceled. So sorry. <laughs> it's gone. So early in 2023, the Flash season nine comes out on WB and that's a 13 episode run uh, and it will um, end the entire Arrowverse. Yeah. And uh, like I've seen some some um, like Instagram posts and stuff like that like uh, apparently they brought they bring uh, Oliver back you know like nice. I, I think it looks like a lot of the crews there um, in this final so it's like if you if you were interested in, and or watched the uh any any of the CW DC shows, um, this is going to be the final bow for it. It's funny to me that the Flash is the one that um, ends it all and uh, and lasted this long. But um, it was the yeah. one. Like I mean, obviously, like Green Arrow started it all. You know, obviously. Um, but then it it was the one that I think had the larger budget, had like more more like known star power inside of like the cast and things like that um with Grant Gustin um so and it felt like after a certain point it kind of became like the unifying property because it's like it's easier to 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 team everybody up for a flash show than it is what they had the green arrow because the green arrow is very very you know kind of like uh dark and isolated you know so yeah. makes sense to me Yep. Uh, the the uh, the next thing coming out in March on March seventeen uh, of this year is Shazam: Fury of the Gods. So that's still in the uh, the DC EU universe. 
Um, the next is the Flash movie. Um, it's coming out this year as well on uh, June 16. Also, still part of the the DCEU. It was originally supposed to air, and I don't like. It's funny, like it's gonna be interesting trying to piece together where these things fit in relation to each other. But it's it supposed to supposed to come out um, back right, like right right after the pan or during the pandemic. I can't even remember. Dude, they've delayed that thing so many times, and I, I like, and yeah, some of it might have been because like you know, hey, the, the like theaters are closed, like that sort of thing. And then some of it, I think, was also like they were reworking a lot of the movie. <laughs> so yeah. Anyway. So um. And, and we still don't know. Here's here's the, uh, the I want to call out here of Shazam. Um, it's unclear how or if Shazam will continue in the new DCU after this film. Same thing with the Flash. Um, it's uh, the film. This is being used, however, to reset the table for James Gunn and Peter Safran's rebooted DCU. Um, but it's unclear whether or not Ezra Miller will continue to play the Flash. Like, I can't imagine. Same, but I don't know. Like, Gunn has, has said, like, here's the thing. Like, I think Gunn probably would have, James Gunn would have kept Henry Cavill if they were planning on, on if they weren't planning on a young Superman. Like, because that's yeah. the, the reason he used for that. Um, Blue Beetle uh, comes out August 18. Um, and so uh, this may or may not um, fit in. Uh, according to The Hollywood Reporter, the cast and crew have been assured that Blue Beetle won't meet the same fate as Batgirl, which Batgirl got canceled. Um, and what and it's while it's unclear whether or not the film is directly tied to the new DCU, James Gunn has noted that Blue Beetle is standalone enough that it could be worked into the new universe. So maybe he's just like he's really looking for things that like where he it's just not tied to all the Snyderverse stuff. Like yeah, he just wants to get away from the Snyderverse possibly. Yeah. Uh, which is Aquaman. a positive like I, I you know as somebody who liked some of those movies like and then others of them really did not like um like it's just a mixed bag but and, and so putting distance between yourself like the the ongoing movies and and something that was so so mixed is like in terms of quality is a good idea <laughs> yeah uh aquaman in the lost kingdom um this is the the last movie that's still in uh, that's still being planned or in, in development production uh, as part of the DCEU. Um, it says it's poised to be the last of the pre, pre-DCU movies, so we'll see if it acknowledges the events of The Flash or if it forges any links to the new universe to come. Like, it, what's weird to me is, like, is that's why... If The Flash sets the stage for the new DCU, why in the world would we air that one before yeah. Aquaman? It's because, like, it's like you said, it's everything feels so out of order and everything for the last, I guess, few titles from the DCEU, it genuinely has felt like chaos. Like, it's like, we're, we just like, maybe this will work. Maybe, maybe this will work. Maybe this blockbuster, like maybe people will go see this movie. And it's like, it just feels very uncoordinated. And so I, it's very interesting to announce all of this while you still have movies that are coming out where you like simultaneously have to say, yeah, we're moving away from all that stuff, but also be, be excited for our, for, for the next three titles that are still part of that stuff. You know, it's like, it's just an odd situation to be in. 
the next movie coming out this year, October 4th, uh, 20, uh, oh no, not this year, next year. That's October 4th, 2024, is Joke, Joker Folia Adu for, uh, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to read this. For quite some time, there had been conflicting reports as to whether director Todd Phillips and star Joaquin Phoenix were planning a sequel to their Joker movie. The pair initially said the first film was meant to be a one-off. But in May of 2021, The Hollywood Reporter had the scoop that Warner Brothers had signed Phillips to pin a sequel. Uh, in, in June of 2022, Phillips confirmed the project by sharing the cover of the script on Instagram. Um, it's also starring Lady Gaga. Feeling reports that it's partly a musical. So this, uh, you know, like one of the things that I did see was, you know, quote from... Um, James Gunn, he was saying, you know, basically like saying DC has just wildly mismanaged their properties. You've got all these different universes. You have like the Arrowverse, you have the Snyderverse, you have the Matt Reeves verse with the new Batman um, stuff. Uh, you have um, Todd Phillips and and then Joker and like kind of a, he didn't call it Phillips verse. I'll call it Phillips verse. You have just all these different universes, <laughs> all the different verses. <laughs> Yeah, well, and so what it seems like will continue, just based off of this list, because we'll keep going down this, it seems like um, the there are three hints forth that will still continue, at least until they reach a natural conclusion of their own volition. There's the new DCU, but then there's the Reeves-verse, the Batman in Reeves-verse that will exist, and then there's also the Phillips versus Joker movies. Like I don't know that there will be one beyond this, but it seems like they they might make one. It's they're just not because they haven't even made this yet. Like if they want to put the kibosh on this and stop it, they could. Same thing yeah. with Matt Reeves. Matt Reeves, uh, the Batman too. Like they could they could stop sure. it if they wanted to. They've canceled so many other things. Yeah. So for like for whether it's 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 just creativity's sake or they like. You know, having still having these other two franchises going in addition to or while the last they spin one, up. last versions made a lot more money for them. That too, you know, um, you know, th th then you know maybe it is all about money. If if so, that's more that still feels more like uh, Warner Brothers and DC's mo than mm -hmm. you know building a world for the world's sake. Either yeah. way, we're gonna have Todd Phillips version. Matt Reeves version, and then we're going to have the main DCU. That seems like the the three things right now. Seems manageable. It 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 definitely seems manageable. I I also could definitely see like the like the Joker sequel here being like the the, the last idea there. Like it, it it almost seems like they had like the, the after that first movie they were just like oh if we have a good idea maybe we'll do it and then they had a good idea you know <laughs> so um. Yeah. It was. It, it seems like that'll probably be the case again after the second one. So um, the next movie that they have confirmed with a specific release date is Superman Legacy, coming out July eleventh, twenty twenty five. So this is James Gunn's new, uh, like the first. This is the first DCU uh, movie in the DCU line. Um, it's a Superman movie featuring a younger Clark Kent early in his reporting career. Though it won't be an origin story. What date did you say? Uh, the film will explore Clark's struggle to balance 2025, July 2025? 11th. 2025. Yeah, so two wow. years from now. Oh, that's see, that's it. That's that's exactly it, Chris. That that's got to be why because they've got to fill in the gap between oh, now yeah. and 2025. Oh, yeah. 
Well, and, and, and James Gunn did say, like, when he was announcing all of this, you know, like, to this point, DC has uh, pursued a release date um, driven uh, movie production um, strategy, meaning, like, they, they place dates and then they, they try to hit it with something and start shooting whether or not they have a script. Um, he called all that out. And he's like, you know, that's basically they're not going to do that moving forward. <laughs> they're going to, like, it's going to be done when it's done. I mean, yeah, um, that's that's that seems like the 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 best ideas. Yeah, <laughs> but wait, we announced that we would have a movie on this date four years ago. We've got to have something. So he's writing that um, the uh, uh, the next movie after that that will come out chronologically in in time is in twenty twenty five October third twenty twenty five. The Batman two will come out, and this is um, uh, the film is confirmed. Uh, and Reeves has even signed a multi year first look deal with the studio. Um, and DC has confirmed that we'll have two cinematic versions of Batman going forward. Uh, Matt Reeves, the Batman series, and then the Batman in the next movie that we talk about, no release date in development called the brave and the bold. Um, cool. the brave and the bold looks to deal with the full bat family centering specifically on Bruce Wayne's 10 year old son, Damien. The movie will draw heavily from Grant Morrison's Batman comics. Yup. I love it. Love it. Yeah. So um, good. Yep. I do yeah, too. The so, next one so that we have. Oh, go ahead. Is, I, I, I'll bring it up later. I'll bring it up whenever we wrap. It's good. Cause, cause James um, Gunn like shared, shared like some actual comics that are inspiring the like properties here. Um, or that that's they're, cool. they're basing things on. And so like, He's like, say, okay, this run and this run and this, you know, so like I'll, I'll kind of run down some of those. That's awesome. Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow is the next one. It's uh, so the new DCU will also have a new Supergirl, the one who's more, far more angry and a hard edge than we've seen before. Uh, it's a movie based on Tom King and uh, Bill Quist Evely's comic of the same name. She spent much of her early life living on a fragment of Krypton that was dislodged in the planet's destruction. What Gunn describes as a horrible situation where she watched everybody around her die. So that'll be that'll be wild. Fantastic comic. I like that he's basing this stuff off of actual comic like series. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and that, that and that's super cool. And then like, and that one is literally called the same thing, like Supergirl: World of Tomorrow. So some of the others are not like Brave and the Bold. That's a series of of Batman comics, and but like you know, there's. <laughs> Like the fact that he's like, hey, here's the ones to read, like that we're basing this off of, and like you know, working around. So that does feel very, very cool. Like that feels like a, a a better thing than a lot of of these types of announcements go, because it's like, oh yeah, yeah, we're doing an Iron Man movie, and it's like, well, which 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 Iron Man, you know, <laughs> which run? Yeah, I was trying to look. I don't see. Like so, like Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. It's a pretty recent series. It came out in two thousand one. Yep. But I don't see it like available in on like a, in a graphic novel or anything like that. It has yet. a trade, but right now it Does is it? sold out on Amazon. Oh, I was trying to find. Oh, is this that paper? Is it paperback? Yeah. No, it's a paperback. Trade yeah. paperback. Yeah, yeah. Well, that sucks. I would purchase it right now. I know. That's what everybody said whenever they made this announcement. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> it's sold out. Like that was the thing. Like uh, I was, I like this is the one thing kind of that I know about uh, about this thing as as like as it was happening was like these comic shop owners were like, "Hey, man, we're selling out of this this book. I got to order more." <laughs> so, That's wild. 
Yeah. Hopefully they do. Sometimes they don't. Yeah, that's right. I mean, you know, actually saying like it's based on this specific book, like kind of helps a little bit, you know? Yep. Uh, they will. They'll do a tie-in just like they did with like whenever, you know, the Batman came out. Yeah. They released like that collection of graphic novels all in one like uh, like uh, box set that, you know, tied in with a movie. Like they'll do right. that. Like they wouldn't right. miss an, a merchandising opportunity like that. Uh, the Authority is in development. It's DC's Anti-Justice League. They're getting their own movie. It's a group of powerful heroes who take a far more proactive approach to... to to meeting oh to to bringing justice to meeting out justice I don't know that's poorly written. The next movie is the Swamp Thing. It's in development. Um, it's going to explore the dark origins of Alec Holland's monstrous alter ego. There's all so this is where we get into this is weird, John. Okay, so let, let's go so go with me here real quick. The Snyderverse, okay, exists. Yeah. Inside the Snyderverse is Suicide Squad. It True. was built to fit into that. Okay. Yep. And then the Suicide Squad, James Gunn directed. <laughs> yeah. As a sequel to Suicide Squad. Yeah. Uh huh. Peacemaker, the television show, is a spinoff mm. of the Suicide Squad. Yeah. And then they are also still producing. There's going to be a Waller TV series. It's a spinoff of Peacemaker, and. A Peacemaker mm. Season 2. And so this is, I'm yeah. going to read this. Not everything is being completely rebooted for the new DCU. Gunn's Peacemaker is getting a spinoff series as well as a second season. Uh, so that's weird. It's like, okay, that is... I mean, and I get it's a tie to James Gunn, and that's why it's, it's happening, because he's still in charge. He's like, everything in the DCEU goes away. Gone. Except for my stuff. That <laughs> continues. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. So the, kind of kind of weird. The thing is, having watched the Suicide Squad, so James Gunn's the Suicide Squad, um, it it do, doesn't do much with the other than the fact that it's like based on the first Suicide Squad, like has the same some of the same cast. Um, it's basically its own thing. Like it doesn't it doesn't. I mean, have I get to that. Yeah, there. I totally get that. I'm just like, okay, if you're rebooting all of it. Reboot all of it. Yeah. But like, you know, the, the Suicide Squad. I mean, you have like Harley and then, but like, so Birds of Prey is also a thing that. that oh, totally. That, you know, so but anyway, I don't think, I don't know. like that, that, that seems to have like, I don't think any, like no, no, nothing's in the works for that, you know? Right. Right. I don't know, man. It's, yeah, it's, mm-hmm. uh, it's still, I mean, this isn't telling me that it's not a mess still. <laughs> I know. That's 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 what I'm saying. Three point five different continuities. Three point five specifically. Three point five continuities that we have to d- juggle over here yeah. in the DC universe. You know. Yeah, it's real weird. All right, the next one: Creature Commandos animated series, possibly coming out in 2024. Uh, I'm gonna just gonna read this. Surprisingly, Gunn is relying on one of DC's most obscure properties to launch the new DCU. Gunn has already written a seven episode first season of the animated series, which deals with Amanda Waller again forming another team of incarcerated super criminals to save the world. The Creature Commando series is in production now, and Gunn hinted it may be ready in time for a 2024 release, actually beating Superman Legacy to the finish line. Interesting. Uh, there's also a Booster Gold TV series that's in development. 
Um, as part of the new DCU, Booster it's Gold exciting. will explore the character's imposter syndrome as he travels back in time and uses the technology of the future to make himself a present-day superhero. I love Booster Gold. He's hilarious yeah. to me. Super cool. Uh, Paradise Lost TV series is in development. Uh, re- I'm going to read this. While a new Wonder Woman movie is on the immediate horizon, DC is moving forward with a TV series set on the island of Themyscira. Or the- yeah. Paradise Lost will explore the origins and political intrigue of Diana's home. The series is being billed as the DC equivalent of Game of Thrones. Interesting. HBO's like, we need another Game of Thrones. Do it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> La- Lantern's TV series. Uh, Lantern's is a high-concept detective drama in the vein of True Detective. <laughs> so weird, dude. The series revolves around Hal Jordan and Jon Stewart. It's unclear if the series is at all connected to the Green Lantern Corps show that Greg Berlanti was executive producing for HBO Max. So I would say probably not. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say no. <laughs> uh, and that's it, John. Like those are uh, that's all the things that were announced. It's awesome. Oh wait, so, hang on, hang on. We just didn't talk about all of the, the rest of them. Give me, let me give me two seconds. Okay. I'm gonna run okay. down. Uh, Airverse Flash. Blah, blah blah blah. Okay, there are a couple more that we didn't talk didn't talk about at all in the this article. So Gotham PD Arkham TV series in development. Um, there's the Matt Reeves Penguin t- TV series is still being developed. Oh, it's is still going. PD, is this Gotham PD? I'm trying to figure out if this if this spinoff. Oh yeah, so the the Gotham PD Arkham TV series is also a spinoff of of the Batman. So the, so the Reeves verse continues beyond just the movies. Wait, wait, wait. Gotham so we got Knights two TVs. Reeves verse shows. Yep. Cool. Um, Gotham Knights, which doesn't look like it ties in with the video game of the Go- of Gotham Knights that just came out is, uh, being developed for the CW. Uh, this is Bruce. Here's the premise. Let me read it. Bruce Wayne has been murdered and the city of Gotham is in turmoil. Only his adopted son and an unexpected band of allies, the children of Batman's greatest foes, can bring back peace to these streets. Gotham Knights is a standalone story in the Batman universe, not connected to any of the films nor the video game of the same name. But the video game has the same premise. Okay, so another... uh, It's another (laughs) universe. It's another universe where Batman dies and people have to pick up the pieces. Dead boy detectives. Uh... Is <laughs> coming to what is this? Oh, this is a, a comic series. No, yeah, no, it says TV series, Dead Boy Detective TV series. No idea where it's going. Uh, this ties in with Sandman. Does the Sandman so the Sandman season two, which has been nice. airing on Netflix, yeah, is getting a season two. So For that Netflix? also doesn't tie in, doesn't tie, yeah, doesn't tie in with anything, right? Right, and then the, the spinoff, the <laughs> Dead Boys is so that's another universe, John. What the we got we got we got we got five point five different universes. The heck, sounds dude. like sounds like we got everything unified. James, yeah, good job, James. <laughs> <laughs> so really, all they did, John, was get rid of the Snyderverse. That's all they're saying that they're doing. But they're not even really getting rid of that. <laughs> 
Yeah, so but not really because 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 uh, because uh, gun stuff is still around from the well, yeah, yeah, because because the Suicide Squad is technically part of that. It will technically still sort of be around unless they find a way to make that all make sense in the Flash movie, which comes out soon, and that was like f- like written like a decade ago. <laughs> I don't know, man. Before they made any of these, I just love the idea of like sitting around a table and it's like they have like it's scattered with like the names of all the different universes that they have, and they 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 start whittling it down and they get it down to five and a half and they go, nah, that's as good as we can do. (laughs) (laughs) That's so stupid. I mean, some of it has to do probably has I'm sure has to do with deals that they have with Netflix and the CW. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, some of that's gonna be got to be out of their hands, like right. You know, you have a six, and yeah. honestly, like you have a successful series, like the like a CW series or like a right. uh, like a Netflix series. You're not gonna say no, like you're not well, gonna be like a oh. Netflix series, man. They're canceling those left and right. Dude, if you got another geez. one, like might as well yeah, take it while you got it. <laughs> yeah, for real. Like it's like if, if uh, you know. Who knows where where any of these TV shows that are supposedly going to HBO Max will end up? You know, it's like yeah. okay maybe they'll end up somewhere completely different um, or maybe it'll just be like eliminated altogether. Like after they've been shot and finished. Um, But yeah, like you have something like a Netflix show that's successful and people like, and it's critically acclaimed. You're not going to be like, no, let's not make another season of that. Um, The weird one is the Gotham Knights show on the CW. Like obviously like you got to start something else for the CW, but like that seems like a strange one to do because it's the same name of the video game and in both of those the premises that Batman has died and and everybody like the you know his his bat family has to fill in the gaps uh with their skills so like it's it's the same premise it's just not this the same um so that one feels odd but yeah, like it's uh, this doesn't seem any less complicated than we've ever had. I do appreciate that they've, you know, James Gunn is committed to not starting shooting something without a script. That yeah, is- and and I do I do think that I mean, I, I mean again, we'll see what happens. Like it has yet to be proven. Yeah. I, it does seem like I don't know that um like DC hasn't been clear in the past like does this movie tie in? with the larger universe does this one tie in you know like but i I think at least at least they've drawn the lines now where all the universes are yeah and and i i feel like the while they're not saying this i feel like they probably will not start new universes without like having a good reason why now that being said i go back to what i said at the top of the show i mean when when it comes to the games, like he has said, some of them will tie in, some of them won't. So like, you know, this new, you know, for instance, you know, you've got the new, uh, you've got the the new game from Rocksteady. Like that's not going to tie in with the new universe, right. and even if they make another one, so it's like, we'll have the same kind of thing there where there are different universes. I just think maybe just, it'll just be more clear moving forward. Yeah, and that's the thing is like so many times it's like okay, well, does it was very very unclear whenever say Joker came out. It was like well. Does that tie in? Is right. that part of the same universe? And the answer is no. And the answer was no then too. But they were very cagey about it, and like no, there was never a clear answer um, at, until like much later. And to the point where like there were people like who were like had seen the movie, like they were like trying to like shoehorn it in places. Um, 
And so, like, yeah, I think I think like at this point, the only thing to really like take away is that hey, they're going to be clear about like whether or not something ties in and where it fits um, in the future, and that's a very good thing from a uh, from a viewer perspective because he's keeping track of all of this stuff. Like, if you only care about like the Matt Reeves universe, um, the Re- the Reeves verse of Batman, um, then it's. It, yeah, like then you will know which ones you have to watch to to keep up with that, which is good. Like that feels that feels very uh, pretty comic booky if you if you ask me, because like there are lots of different like universes within comic books, and it's pretty easy to search for and like figure out which ones connect to each other, um, and that's pretty cool. Um, I did want to run down before we kind of like wrap up the titles that uh, that James Gunn shared to to check out in order to like, Hey, here's what we're using as our, like our, our maps and our templates and our inspiration for the, the stuff that we have announced. So there's the Supergirl woman of tomorrow, um, by Tom King and Bilquis Evely. We have the Grant Morrison, Frank quietly and Jamie Grant's, uh, Superman, all or all-star Superman, uh, they shared. Then there was the authority omnibus, which has a lot of different authors, um, in there, including, uh, Dustin, Huynh, Frank quietly, uh, Brian Hitch, Tom, Peter, uh, Mark Miller, Warren Ellis. Um, and then we have uh, Batman by Grant Morrison, which is like, you know, which is all of the, uh, the stuff with like Robin and, uh, Batman's son and all of that whole, the death of Batman was in that like run and everything. And then we have the absolute swamp thing by Alan Moore. Volume one, um, has Alan Moore, uh, Stephen R. Bissett, John Totalben, Rick Veitch, uh, Sean McManus and Dan Day. Um, so those are the five titles that James Gunn were like, was like, Hey, these are what we're kind of basing everything on. Um, if you want to read up on it, um, which I also very much appreciate. Like I love whenever a, an executive will say like, Hey, this is like, like whenever, uh, for example, whenever Nolan was like, Hey, here's the, the couple of runs that I'm basing this movie off of. And like, that was always really helpful from a, an, uh, audience perspective to kind of like, gauge where it's going to sit or like, Hey, what, what kind of vibe is it going for? And I, I love that stuff. It's, it's great. Totally. All right. Well, um, I'm excited about this. Um, you know, I think this is a clearer direction than they've had and we've gotten before. So I'm, and I'm at the very least optimistic. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, next week we'll talk about something. Um, and we're coming up on episode 500. So we're going to have to uh, do something special for that in a few weeks You're um, right. so, so stay tuned you can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com on social at chriswright250 and johnred777 and at stayontargetpod please go to your podcast service of choice review us tell your friends about us we really appreciate it that's it for this week we'll see you next time on stay, stay on, on target, target.